didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. <laughs> and I'm Colin. And I'm Whitney. And this is Scoops Ahoy, a Stranger Things podcast, where we go week by week, chapter by chapter, taking a look at every single episode of Stranger Things. We've made it through all four seasons, and now we're in the deep, dark void as we wait for season five. So this week, Colin and I have a top five episode for you guys, and we're doing our top five main characters. So, yeah, this is one that, oh, my Lord. I mean, I I, I changed my list. I must have changed it seven or eight times because I just kept I kept going back and I'm like, well, I really like Hopper, but oh, I really like Nancy. I really like Steve and I really like Robin, but I don't really like her in season four. I love her in season yeah. four. So it was, it was, it was really tough to <laughs> kind of feel like I created a monster I, by saying, let's do the top five main characters. Well, I, I just couldn't think about it too long. I just had to do like, when I sat down to do mine, I just did them as quick as I could. Yeah. I just thought, you know, like first list, I really didn't think about it. Cause if yeah. I sat and thought about it, then it was going to take me forever. Yeah. That was my problem. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I. Yep. I haven't thought about it. So it's the same reason I hate like going to places like the Cheesecake Factory. There's just too many options. Also, also and it true. overwhelms yep. me. Yeah. And it's, it is also kind of funny because I thought at the time when we, you know, when we assigned this or mentioned that we were doing it, we, we maybe should have clarified like main character versus supporting character. Because I mean, we'll talk about it more when we get to the mm-hmm. end and we rank them and everything. But I mean, does Eddie count as a main character? Does Billy count as a main character? And I, oh, know, yeah. I know Holly was saying when she did her list she only picked characters that were in all four seasons so that's how she kind of counted oh that's good characters which which makes sense um but that knocks out robin that knocks out you know max oh yeah that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. so yeah it was kind of interesting we got a ton of emails so we will we will get to those obviously too but i will start off with my top five so at number five and this is a character who i didn't necessarily i didn't not like them at the beginning but i certainly grew to like them a lot more as the series went on and that's nancy because i remember i'm I'm going back and rewatching it again now for the ninth or tenth time or whatever (laughs) and and it was so because she was i remember talking in the podcast too because she was just so mousy and just so prissy yeah you know and just very prissy yeah but you know, she seems like a completely different character by the end of the, you know, end of season four. But um, oh yeah, I really love how she kind of came into her own and she started getting independent and, you know, standing up for herself and really badass. So Nancy was my, my number five. My number four is Hopper, who I also, you know, he didn't really have a lot of, you know, character development and don't take that the wrong way. You know, he just didn't, he didn't really change as a character. He was kind of, he's always been Hopper and he's always been great, mm-hmm. which um, I really like. You know, he's kind of, a, he's actually the only adult or over over 20 years old person that I have on my list. But I really just, I love Hopper to death. My number three was originally my number one when I first made the list. And that was Dustin. I would have never guessed that for you. Like, I love him. Yeah. But I would have, I... In my head, I thought who you would pick. You know, I had my idea. I was like, oh, he's going to pick. Yeah. I figured Murray would be like in your top five, even though I disagree with you. Yeah, that no, I, I had I, I like... had Murray in there at one point. And then, and then I started thinking and my over, just overanalyzing this. I mean, yeah. how do I pick, you know, is it, is it the best character? Is it the MVP? Is it the... That's why you can't think about oh, it too long. So then I kind of went with which character when they show up on screen makes me go, ooh, I'm gonna like this scene. You know, I'm gonna I'm I'm into this now. Mm-hmm. I really, I really like this person. So that's how I went with yeah. Dustin. My number two, our podcast, our rules. I said Robin, <laughs> but only in season three. Because I loved Robin in season three to death. I think she is yes. Season three, Robin is my favorite character in a season of all of them. Oh, yeah. But I didn't like her as much in season four. So that I know we get hate for that. I but know. I, I know a lot of people are like, well, maybe she's neurodivergent and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying blah, blah, blah in like a dismissive way, but we've just gotten so many emails saying that. But it was just the extreme 180 we went. It's not 
necessarily her. It was just the difference in season three Robin versus season four Robin. Right. No, I agree. And and again, you know, we we talked about this with our other top five lists and everything else we've done, and we're ranking the seasons. I don't hate any of these people. I don't. I don't even not like any well, of these people. There's one I don't really like. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, of my top five list, I love all of these people, which just makes it so much harder. But anyway, so my number one was the hair himself. I had to go with Steve Harrington. And this is, again, another one that just, I mean, we've talked ad nauseum about it on the podcast, mm-hmm. how he has evolved as a character. And it's so funny going back and watching season one and you kind of forget. I mean, you remember he was kind of douchey and we had our, you know, douchebag meter and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but he was really a not I a nice person. Remember the exact moment from season one that I fell in love with him. I remember the exact moment where I was like, oh my God, I love this character. And it's when it's obviously at the very end of season one, when he helps Jonathan and Nancy at the end, when they're trying to lure the Demogorgon. Oh, when he has the back? Yes. And he runs back in and it's just him going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And he runs and he does this little jump over the tripwire. And it's that moment where I was like, like hard eye emojis. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am in love with this man. Like, he's amazing. And then I've loved him ever since. Well, yeah, I remember also the scene in the junkyard when he rolls up with the members only jacket and the sunglasses and the, and the bat mm-hmm. in his hand. And I'm like, okay, this is a guy I can get behind. And I also really enjoyed yeah. the scene with him and Dustin on the train tracks, which I think was really good too. Yes. I mean, it really personalized both of them. And we also talked at the time to having the duffers decide to put Steve and Dustin together. And it wasn't something that was originally planned, but it just worked because Gaten and Joe were getting along so well and they meshed so mm-hmm. well that they made the characters mesh well too so well have you seen the clips of like like joe carrie is so i've seen clips where he just seems so protective of the little kids like have you seen the clip specifically of it's at i don't know what exactly it's at but Patton oswalt is there the comedian mm-hmm. and he makes a joke about finn's name and finn is really young at the time i think he's like 11 or 12 but he makes a joke and says he is like the best name for a porn star, you know, that's not a porn star or whatever. And it's Patton Oswalt. And it was just a little inappropriate because of the age of the kids. So sure, Finn yeah. got really embarrassed and he was wanting to say something like in front of everyone. And you can see both Joe Carey and David Harbour, who were on the panel with him, being like, it's okay. It's okay. Brush it off. Like, don't, don't stoop to his level. Like you can see, I can't remember what Joe says. He says something like he's a jerk or something like that, but it's very like older brother. That's cool. Yeah. No, I I don't, I don't remember seeing that, but I'll, I'll look it up and we'll, I'll post it. Yeah. I can find it it for you. I'm sure. Okay. Okay, So so that's my top five. So I had Nancy Hopper, Dustin season three, Robin and number one was Steve. Okay. Here's mine. Number five. I've got Lucas. Because as much as I didn't like Lucas in season one, and it's probably credited to Max because Max makes him change once once he meets Max in season two, that he just, his whole demeanor changes. But I love Lucas and how much he cares for Max. And especially in season four, that like cemented me, like just loving him as a character when he mm-hmm. just, when he was so heartbroken when she was taken by Vecna at the end and yep. like she died basically in his arms or whatever. So that was, yeah, Lucas. No, I agree. He's, he's great. He was, I think he was six or seven for me if I had gone, gone further. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, number four is Dustin and Dustin, if you'd asked me in season one, he pro- might've been higher, but Dustin's just like a steady favorite of mine. Like he's always good for a laugh. He's always going to be the one that figures it out and knows like the most about one subject or whatever. And he's just, Gaten in general, just has really good comedic timing, I think. Yeah, I do too. I agree. So he's number four. Number three is Max, who didn't really love Max because of her, you know, hard candy shell, I guess, in season three. She was a little hard Mm -hmm. to get to know. But then in season, or I'm sorry, season two. Season two, yeah. Yeah. 
And then in season three, just her friendship with Eleven. And then season four, obviously, she's just gone through so much. And I just, I love her. I yeah, love I do Max. Too. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm worried how long they're going to keep her out of the picture in season five. Because she's kind of... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And I, I'm I'm kind of worried about the same thing. But at the at the same time, I think, had she not done so well in Dear Billy sure but i think she really you know nailed it and really if their eyes were closed they are now open the duffers and 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 sean levy they know what they have in sadie sink and i agree and i think i i think they'd be you know suicidal to to keep her <laughs> on the sidelines I, in a coma. Yes. yeah i do too but i also worry how they're going to make it believable sure to have her come back and be of any use because two you know. years later <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> we're gonna need the spongebob narrator right okay so basically my next two are tied for number one because i just can't pick yep. but it's steven hopper and steve for reasons i just talked about in season one in season two he's what i remember from the season two trailer the season two trailer while it's my least favorite season it's my most it's my favorite trailer yeah out of all the trailers and because it's with you know thriller one mm -hmm. right yep. yeah it's the thriller remix but there's a shot of steve when he opens the trunk you know mm -hmm. and he pulls the bat out and he flips it yep. and it's just it's so badass like it just is like it's just yeah oh it is yeah yeah, and then it, there's the scene of him at the party, which is taken out of context in the trailer. It's not really that good of a time, but he's like dancing and shaking his head. He's got that. He's got a cup in his hand at the party at the Halloween party with Nancy. Yeah, and they end up getting in a fight, but whatever. That <laughs> Joe Geary in that trailer makes it. And number one, Hopper, because I just I could stare at that man all day. Like, I love There's him. nothing wrong with Nana. Yes, exactly. Like, he's so funny. He just seems so good natured, seems like such a fun time. And he's like, from what I've seen in interviews, but also his character, as gruff and grisly as he is, he still loves the kids. And I love how you can see it through his actions. Yeah, I, I kind of want to clarify that when I say he didn't really have, you know, much character development. He didn't really change as a character, but he is one no. of the, if if not one of the, if not, you know, the deepest, one of the, you know, most complex three-dimensional characters mm -hmm. that is on the show. Because, I mean, you think of all the times that he's like, you know, beating up you know, Dimitri in the funhouse and, and shooting mm -hmm. people. And he's also, you know, taking care of Alexi and then all the bit with the Todd father at the gas yeah. station mm -hmm. and then all the stuff in the, in the Russian, you know, underground bunker with Joyce and, you know, that whole, I mean, he's such a complex character and he's written so well. And David is phenomenal as an actor. I mean, I was, I was also yeah. talking to Holly about that. Because if we had gone by acting, I think Winona Ryder is the best actor on the show, followed very closely by David Harbour. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's, you know, that's actors, not characters. So maybe that's a discussion for another time. But yeah, I, I love Hopper and I love everything about him. Do you know what I think is funny is that neither of us have 11 in our top five. No, I mean, I, I, I never even, I never even really considered her. No. And I, I love, I love Millie. I do too. But a lot of the times when it's a scene with her. And I think we talked about this too. I think a lot in season mm -hmm. four, whenever Especially she was on screen, in I'm, season like, four. I'm like, Oh, there's just so much angst. And it's just, I don't, I don't, you know, and the Brenner stuff. And I just, you know, just give me the Dustin and the Steve and the kicking ass and the, you know, taking names stuff. And mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't not like, yeah. Belle. I just, I don't like her as much as. No, I don't you know, the dislike her. No, but, and it's the same for Mike and, Another emailer m mentions this that there Mike is so hated in this fandom by so many different. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's weird no, to hate true. a character that much. Yeah, but I I, I love Mike. I he kind of sucks in season two, but in season three people are I don't know people just take it too serious. I guess. Yeah, and they get too involved, and I'm like, 
it's okay. They're just actors and they're playing. They don't yeah. want you to care this much. I right. promise. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's so funny because you think about shows like, oh, I don't know, even even Umbrella Academy, which is very similar to Stranger mm-hmm. Things. I, you tell me, but I don't think there are these kinds of debates in the fandom on whether, you know, this character is better than this character versus I hate this character, um, versus, you know. Or or pick any there's show, a lot any other of, show, you know. Well, there's a lot of hate for for there was for Luther, and then it kind of shifted to Allison for the Umbrella Academy. But I've never gotten as deep into any fandom as I have with Stranger Things. Well, that's true just too. Yeah. Because I'll see, you know, I'll look at Tumblrs. I'm on Reddit. I'm, you know, looking, and a lot of it's for my job, and that's what I covered. So that's what I saw more. But the, I mean, there is like a psychotic level of obsession with some of these people in the oh, yeah where it's sociopathic just, <laughs> well it's just it's it's i'm not like trying to dog on anybody you can do your fanfics do whatever you want or whatever but when you start getting angry because like it's affecting your daily life or your social media presence even like if you're just angry all the time because of how other people feel about a character or how it, that character makes you feel it's you need to take a step back. Yes, you need to like, take, a, you know, take a breath and take, enjoy the show like breath. the rest of us. And yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. they're not real people. The right. characters are not real. Like, there's a lot of people screaming like that the boys are ableist or that like it's it's very strange to me. Yeah, no, I agree it's, totally. Yep. Okay, so that's our list, and um, all right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We're not reading any emails. Yeah. Um, just kidding. We have a ton of emails to get through. So here we go. I've got the first one. It is from our friend Sam. And it says, it's me, Sam. Here's my top five main characters. They have number five as Nancy. Number four is Joyce. Three is Eleven, a.k.a. Jane Hopper. Two is Steve the Hare Harrington. And number one is Dusty Bun, obviously. And they <laughs> added it at the added something at the end and it says and no one likes mike like honestly l really had to fall for him like literally anyone else but she just had to go for mike (laughs) which is so like i i'm sorry sam but i enjoy mike like i can't i can't imagine l with anybody else i know it's kind of weird right he seems like the most logical one for her to fall for yes absolutely i think so too Okay, my email, first one is from Logan, says, Hi, Colin and Whitney, hope all is well. Loved hearing y'all read my email on the pod about a month or so ago. Literally screamed while working out on the treadmill. It's the little things in life, truly, LOL. Let's carry on with my favorite core cast. Number five, Max. When I say I did not care about her character at all prior to season four, oof, Max is by far some of the best character development in the latest season, and her strength in the midst of her grief took my breath away. If it wouldn't have been the direction the writers took with her and Sadie's astonishing performance, she honestly would have been a forgotten character for me. Number four, Steve. One of the best redemption arcs I have ever seen in a medium. His mama bear trope for the youngins is one of the most wholesome things. Big old yikes to six nuggets and trying to convince Nancy that would be the infinite dream. Ha ha. Number three for Logan, Joyce. The engagement she has with everyone in the midst of fighting monsters that stemmed from the love of trying to bring back her son in season one is kick-ass, girl power vibes, and captivating. Also, I'm biased with my love for Winona Ryder. With all Winona has been through in the public eye, she's come full circle in her career with an iconic role. She has been given her flowers. Number two, Eleven. Come on. She saves the world almost every season. She conveys so much with her face. Her love for the boys and Max is exceptional, and she's just the expletive deleted (laughs) oh yeah she's just the stuff she's the stuff number one mike y'all when i say the fandom hates mike hates mike i made mike my number one solely because of that he probably would be my number two technically and 11 my number one people are not perfect and he's a teenage boy Mike is that quintessential moody teenager that has hung up on his own girlfriend and not caught up in much else. I think Finn Wolfhard nails the essence of growing pains, finding balance, and just doing his best to be a good son, boyfriend, brother, and friend. This email is already long, but you two are fans of the show. You know the hilariously angry opinions fans have on Mike. I think everything the fandom hates makes Mike Wheeler more real. New script title for season five. Root, excited to hear you all 
excited to hear y'all's theories catch you all next week all my love logan so yeah we did we didn't mention that but yeah so they put out the crawl we now know Mm -hmm. episode one or chapter one of season five and i just want to say if you're out there thinking it's this theory that eddie is crawling back from the upside down (laughs) absolutely not it's not happening i would love it to be that but no it is not but it's not okay our next email is from chad he says hey whitney and colin i love the show and i think i've been listening since the first episode drop i'm glad you guys didn't go radio silent until season five my season order is one three two and four Ooh, that's interesting i agree with colin season three was nostalgia-tastic and his top five main characters are number five lucas his season four scene with max in the attic was heart-wrenching I also love the wrist rocket. I had one when I was 10. Number four is Steve. He says, excellent character development throughout the series and a fantastic babysitter and just a good friend. Love him and Nancy together, but not together together. <laughs> oh, see, I'm a, I'm a Stancy. I am a Stancy too. Yep. So number three, Nancy. She started out as a self-centered valley girl, but has turned into one badass friend and warrior. Loved her in seasons three to four. Number two is Hopper. Do I have to say anything? I hope he doesn't have to sacrifice himself in the end. There's no way. He's already done it once. Yeah. He's done it once. They won't do it again. If they do, I think it would ruin the show for so many people. I I do too. Yeah. I agree. So number one is Dustin, the voice of reason, the comic relief, and the truest friend. We're going to have a problem if anything happens to Dusty Buns. (laughs) Thanks for all you do and keep up the good work. Chad in Asheville, North Carolina. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. I don't think anybody's, any of the main ones are biting it. No, I don't either. I I, I think, yeah, they're they're not going to kill a whole series by killing all people. Yeah, it's too depressing. Yeah. Okay, mine is from my lovely wife, Holly, in order from five to one. She picked L as number five, Dustin as number four, Steve as number three, Hopper as number two, and Joyce as number one. And I mentioned she picked characters that were in all four seasons. So no Max, no any of those people. Yeah, still a good list. Very good list. Okay, our next is from Robin. And Robin has a similar stranger things podcast it's called coffee and contemplation so check that out but she says greetings robin here from fellow stranger things podcast coffee and contemplation chiming in with my favorite characters great idea by the way the attached photo of my pop figure says it all and we'll share that we'll have a link to that steve and dustin are tied for number one followed by max robin and lucas not pictured are season two pops of steve and dustin these picks are mostly going off consistency and characterization across all the seasons. Honorable mentions go to Scott Clark and Martin Brenner, still my favorite villain. Keep up the good work. We love Mr. Clark around here. Oh, I do love Mr. Clark. Did you see yeah. his Walmart uh, video, the, the Walmart product drop video that he did on Stranger Things Day? Or right, right around Stranger Things Day? I don't think I yeah, did. Yeah, Walmart, Walmart hired him to, you know, it was, it was about 45 minutes, I guess. He went through all the new Walmart merchandise for Stranger Things. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I honestly didn't pay a lot of attention to Stranger Things Day this year because I just, there was no way we were getting anything good. No, I know. Yeah, there wasn't, there, I wasn't really expecting any news or anything. So, no. okay. Email from Bella. Hello, my name is Bella. I'm 11 years old and I've been listening to your podcast for a long time now. I would like to say that you guys are amazing and I love Colin's summary at the beginning of each episode. I'm a fellow writer as well. It seems that you have a younger audience of the ages of 10 to 12. Yes, we do. We do. Hits with the tweens. Yep. For about 39.9% of your show. Exactly. Anyway, here's my <laughs> list of the characters. Number five, Robin from season three. Thank you, Bella. Right with me. Number four, Hopper. I love his vibe. Number three, Dustin. Nerds. Am I right? Number two, Will. We wouldn't know about the upside down without Will. And number one, Steve, particularly seasons three and four. I would put Elle and Max on all of those characters, but they are on a different scale for me because I love them. I think you should do an episode on three certain characters and why, what great impact they have on the show. I completely understand if my email doesn't make it on. Just want to let you know you guys are all awesome and your email did make it on and we are awesome. Thank you, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
thank you for thinking we're awesome. Yes. Uh, next up, we have a list from Ashley, and we guessed it on Ashley's podcast, Ham Radio, Stranger Things podcast. She sent in her top six, and they are as follows. Six is Robin, five is Dustin, four is Joyce, three is Max, two is Eleven, and one is Nancy. And she gives an honorable mention to Mike. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mike wasn't the best in seasons two through four, but I have faith in him getting it together in season five. As you can see, I adore the kid characters on the show. Not that I don't enjoy watching the adults, but what draws me in each season is the kids, their relationships, their interactions, and seeing them battle the upside down each season is just wonderful. Agreed. Absolutely. Yep. They make the show. From Aiden. Hey, it's Aiden again. I just now got to hear the E.T. episode. Loved it, by the way. And I was born to rank the main characters. So he did (laughs) 10. Oh, man. Number 10, Murray, because of his amazing karate skills. Number nine, Jonathan. Great, except for season four, volume one. Number eight, Mike. Loved him season one. He's decent in the rest, just kind of (laughs) whiny. True, true. Number seven, Joyce. Winona is really good at acting, like she's terrified. Number six. Had some experience. Absolutely. Number six, Nancy is so cool. Number five, Hopper. I cried when I thought he died. Who didn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, all, we're, we're all right with you there. <laughs> Number four, Lucas. Didn't like him that much before season four. Number three, Dusty Bun. Gotta love this goofy dude. Number two, Steve Harrington. Stancy for life. Yes, Aiden. Yes. Just so you know, I'm not a shipper for ST. I just think Steve's great for her. They, num- because Stancy's get bullied. I know, right? Number one, Maxine Mayfield. I have just so much to say about her. You should make a whole episode just on her. <laughs> it's certainly <laughs> an can. idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways, hope you read this P.S. I wrote twice with different, different accounts on accident last week and was put in twice. You really made my day. Yeah. So remember I had Aiden <laughs> and I said this was a different Aiden. But they were actually, oh, yeah, the they're actually Aiden. the same Aiden. Yeah, just from different oh. accounts. So, yeah. So, excellent. Thank you, Aiden. Okay. Our next email is from Jordana. She says, Hi, Whitney and Colin. These are in no particular order. Lucas, loyal and the voice of reason in every season, respectful of the women in his life. He gives Max the space she needs and is there for her. Erica, she is smart, hilarious, sarcastic, and extremely brave. Max is brave and does her thing. She's been through a lot of trauma and was able to make true friends. I'm hoping she comes out. I'm hoping she comes out of it in season five and helps the team kill Vecna finally. Dustin, loyal with a big heart. His love for Susie is so endearing and he rescues his friends from evil Russians. Joyce, kick-ass and brave. As a mother of two, I understand the mama bear coming out and doing anything to protect your kids. Hopper, emotionally broken, but Eleven brings him back and he is able to open his heart again. He has had to grapple with the unimaginable and still he sacrifices himself for the ones he loves. And honorable mentions go to Argyle, Dr. Owens, Eddie, Bob, still miss you. Thanks, Jordana. Thank you, Jordana. Absolutely. This is from Tilly. Hello, fellow Stranger Things addicts. I'm Tilly, 12 years old, and I'm actually a new fan. I just started watching the show in around July. Welcome, Tilly. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I know. That'd be so cool to I know, watch it. But like, so, you know, like for the first time again. Yeah, to go like brain dead. And oh, I think about everything. it all the That'd time. Be so cool. Yep. Yes. Uh, now I absolutely love it and finished it in less than a month. It's been so sad not having new episodes of my comfort show. And I'm really glad I found you guys. It's also so cool to know there are other kids like me who are obsessed with the show and your podcast. Hi, Harriet, Sam. Hey, guys. I know you did one-liners a good while ago, but I just had to mention this since no one else did. The scene of Steve trying to find change to play the Indiana Flyer at Starcourt and Robin saying, are you sure you're tall enough for that ride? Yeah, I completely forgot about that. I actually thought of like a half dozen other lines after we did the episode, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, It had me cracking up. Gotta love season three, Robin. Yes, you do, Tilly. You are right. But if you happen to see this in time for your next episode, my favorite Stranger Things characters are number five, Steve, because I have a huge crush on him and I love his personality and his friendship with Robin. Number four, Robin would be higher on the list, but her character in season four wasn't my favorite. She just seemed off. Fingers crossed she gets with Vicky in season five. Number three, our dear Dusty Bun. Do I really need to explain? No, you don't. Number two, Murray. I'm not sure if you would consider him a main character, but I certainly do. He made this season so funny and entertaining. And finally, number one, Erica, because she is such a baddie and I love her attitude and spunk. If you do stumble upon this, thank you so much for your time. I love you guys so much. We love you too. Yeah. Okay, so we had some people throw in their top characters through Twitter. And this one is from 
at L's Rainbow Room. And their top six are 11. I don't know if they're, you think they're reverse order? I don't know. I think that they're. Maybe it's, we're gonna maybe say it's no particular order, but yeah, we'll go. We'll go. We're gonna say no particular order, but we're gonna go. I'm gonna go from the top. My top six: eleven, Will, Max, Nancy, Robin, and Hopper. And the next one, we have another one from Twitter, and it is into the upside down a Stranger Things podcast. Another Stranger Things podcast. Go guys! And they counted down from the top, and it is five, Hopper, four, Max, three, Lucas, two, Dustin, and number one, 11. I'm actually shocked we have not had more people say 11 is their favorite, because it feels like she's everyone's favorite. I agree. Yeah. It is kind of surprising. And I also love Erica on the last one, because nobody yes. really mentioned her before. But they so said, P.S., listen to every episode of your pod. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Okay, and the next one is from my good friend Shane, and he said, this is tough, but number five, L, she's Superwoman. Number four, Max, she's become the soul of the group. Number three, Hopper, once he gets going, he's not going to stop until there's some sort of resolution. Number two, Steve, is there a better babysitter than Steve? And number one, Dustin, without him, they would never figure anything out. That's true. And you know what? I just had an epiphany. Do you think Steve's babysitter persona is based on Bran from Goonies? Yes, I do. You do? Have you ever thought of that before? I It just hit me. Yeah. Yeah. That was when we got around to doing the Goonies episode, because I just watched Goonies again a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and there's just so much. <laughs> it's just like when I watched E.T., I'm like, oh my God, there's so much yeah. that like, ties into Stranger Things. But yes, I immediately thought of Bran and, and Steve being kind of the same person. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Cool. It is It is also kind of funny because Shane mentioned, you know, without Dustin, they would never figure anything out. It's so funny. If you took like one piece out of this equation. It wouldn't work. Like if there wasn't a Dustin, if there wasn't a Steve, if there wasn't a Nancy, you know, it, it's just so funny how that all just works together and everybody, you know, has their spot and it's pretty cool. I know. Okay. This is from Kayleen. Hello, I'm back. Sorry for the late emails. I've been busy with high school. <laughs> Aren't we all? My favorite main Stranger Things characters would have to be. Dustin Henderson and Robin Buckley. I remember high school. I was busy a lot of the time. I remember high school. I have a high schooler. She is busy all the time. So. Yes. Them, just them, Dustin and Robin. They have all the humor and sarcasm and wits that my little sassy heart needs to keep on beating. I feel like second place would probably be Steve and Eddie. I also really like everyone in the Russia group, Hopper, Joyce, and Murray. Now I have a question for y'all. What 80s song would be Eleven's theme song? Oh. I'm creating a Stranger Things playlist and need some help. So I thought that would be a groovy place to start. As always, thank you all so much for this podcast. Robin Buckley 2.0. Thank you, Kayleen. Oh, gosh, that's hard. That is hard. Theme song for L. Immediately came to mind was These Dreams by Annie Lennox. Sweet Dreams, like the arithmetic. Sweet, yeah, sweet, sweet. Sweet Dreams. Yeah. There's th- These Dreams by Heart or Sweet Dreams. Oh, no, Sweet Eur- Dreams by, what is it? Eurythmics, yep. Sweet yes, but Annie Lennox is the singer, right? Yes, yep. I don't know, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I was, I, was uh, I was thinking some kind of, you know, kind of badass, like, you know, Love is a Battlefield or, you know, something like well, that. Well, I feel like... Yeah, like I feel like "Sweet Dreams" is an excellent intro song. That is, that is very good. I like. I, I think I'll. I'll think I'll. I'll second the motion on "Sweet Dreams." I like that. Yes, we vote yeah. for. We vote for "Sweet Dreams." Okay, so there you go. Excellent, excellent. Next one is from Evelyn. Hi, my name is Evelyn. Here's my list of top five Stranger Things characters in no order. They are Max, L, Robin, Dustin, and Steve. And then Evelyn also asks, can I also join the group of 12-year-olds? <laughs> Thanks if you're reading this, Evelyn. Well, actually, um, hang on, Evelyn, because we'll talk about that yes. a little bit more at the end of the book. We have a solution. So. Yes. And speaking of 12-year-olds, it's my little baby, Harriet. My, hey, little, my little listener, Harriet. She says, hi, Colin and Whitney. Attached is my top 15 mains, Harriet. 15. Ever the overachiever, Harry. Yes, this might not be 100% accurate. It's exam week, so my brain is functioning on 10% low power mode. It's painful to say the least. Yes. Yeah, because I bet they're getting ready to get out for summer. Yes. Right? In Australia, yes. All right, so 15, Jonathan. 14, Hopper. 
13 Murray, 12 Mike, 11 Argyle. Argyle better than Hopper? I don't know. 10 Joyce, 9 Nancy. She says 8 Callie. And I almost <laughs> threw my laptop. <laughs> I had to stop for a second. And she says, I know, just, right? just kidding. It's Dustin. Uh, seven Lucas, six Vecna. I found his character a really good insight into human nature and brutality. Number five, Steve, four Will, three L, two Robin, one Max. That's that's an interesting list, Harriet. To say that is least. that is that interesting. Is, yeah, yeah. I would never think to put Vecna slash Henry slash what was his other name that I thought it was Peter Ballard. Peter. Yep. Um, yeah, Henry Henry Vecna one is what Harriet. She's like, remember, yes. like yeah, yes. a couple months ago, she's like, yeah, we just Henry, Henry Vecna Vec- one. Henry Vecna, Henry Vecna one. one. Yep. Also, I have some input on the frog dissection convo from the last episode. In year eight for my school, we we do a frog, a cow heart, and eye dissections, I believe. So dissections are well and alive in Australia, according to my aunts. Though my mom fainted during one at school in the nineties. So I'm hoping the genes don't push through. My dad also had to do surgery on an anesthetized frog in med school. I hope that doesn't happen. I'm terrified. I would put it to sleep forever. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys have a fantabulous week. Next time you hear from me, I will be free on holidays. No school for eight weeks, but I still have to slog through my worst subject exam. So wish me luck. Love, Harriet. Good luck. You got this. But You got it, Harriet. Go for it. Yahoo! We have some other emails we'll get to in a second, but that does it for people ranking their main characters. So I went through, just because I'm me, and tabulated them all and gave them all rankings and numbers and everything. So I came up with a highly scientific top 10 overall based on everybody's votes, including mine, including yours, and including everybody that wrote in. So number 10... the 10th most votes based on, you know, where they were voted and how many times they were voted. Mm -hmm. Number 10 was Will. Number nine was Joyce. Number eight was Lucas. Number seven was Nancy. Number six was Robin. So there's 10 through six. Now, Mm -hmm. top five as voted by everybody. Number five. Oh, 11. Number four. Number three. Hopper! Number two. Steve! Which means there's only one left, and that is number one. Dustin. Dustin, Jesus. Dustin. Dustin. And it was actually not very close. One through five. One through five were pretty close, but there was a significant gap between Dustin and Steve. Not huge. That is just why I I just do not hear that much love for. I guess it's because it's all the weird, angry people that are talking about Will, Eleven, and Mike. So it it probably skews my view. You know what I mean? Like I never hear people yeah. talking about how much they love. Yeah, I think Dustin. it's. I th- I think it's when you when you kind of sit back. A, we've already talked about how the fact that he has the most lines, so True. he's he's in a lot of stuff. You hear him a lot, and ninety eight point seven percent of his lines are hilarious, or fun, or mm-hmm. you know, uplifting, or you know, you know what I mean. So I think when people actually sit and think about it, you know, the way I kind of thought about it is like, who kind of lights up the screen when they're on it? You know, right? Who, who, he kind of steals. You, yeah. So I think that's where it was. So, I mean, are you surprised by any, you know, so again, the top five were L in uh, reverse order. So L, Max, Hopper, Steve, Dustin. I'm I surprised, thought, I'm surprised thought, L oh. is higher. Well, I mean, maybe that's just my own personal prejudice coming in. I thought, I would have thought Robin would have been higher than L, but I don't know how much of that is because of season four, maybe. Um, I actually thought L would be higher. Yeah. I'm looking at it and I don't, I don't know how I feel about it because... It's my own personal prejudice. Like, Will does not even stand a chance if you make me pick. Like, he's not even close. Like, you could delete him from- Will or Mike, both of them for me, yeah. Oh, no, see, I like Mike. Mike amuses me. Will, Noah Schnapp amuses me in his personal life. Yeah. But Will, deleted. 
It's like that <laughs> gif of Mike, of, of, Mike Finn, yes. of Finn Wolfhard typing. <laughs> typing, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so that does it for top five lists. We do have a couple other quick emails to get through, and then we will talk about where we go from here, and then also the um, the solution yeah. that was discovered. So Yes. So first email is from Taylor, and they say, hello, my name is Taylor, and I'm 11 years old. I love your podcast, and I count down the days until you have another episode. I look up to you all so much and you are like my favorite podcast. I'm currently watching Stranger Things for the seventh time, so I'm getting kind of bored of it. Have you guys seen Enola Holmes with Millie Bobby Brown? Because it is amazing, Taylor says. Anyways, love you all and hope you're doing well. Your number one fan, Taylor. I have actually not watched Enola Holmes. Either of them, the first or the, I mean, the sequel just came out, but the first, the no. first one's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. It's, it it's really a play fun. on Sherlock Holmes, right? She's like related yeah, to him. She's, she, she's Sherlock's sister. Yeah. And, oh, okay. And Henry Cavill is uh, Sherlock. It, it's really fun and it's really well written and she does a good thing. And there's a lot of uh, fourth wall breaking. She, she oh, I love that. The camera. And it was actually kind of funny because she was saying she's so scared when she goes back to filming Stranger Things that she's going to break and look at the camera and say something, which is kind of funny. So I have, I have not seen the sequel. I'm going to probably see it this weekend. But the first one is is really good. So if you haven't seen it and love Millie, see Enola Holmes. It's on Netflix. And obviously you have Netflix because you watch Stranger Things. So yeah, really. Next email is another one from Kayleen. We talked about her already with the um, top five list. So she says, howdy again. I was so happy that you responded to my email on the podcast. The last one, it made my day. It was really funny when you all tried to pronounce my name. Remember, she has the German last name. And I was yes. trying to, yeah. she says, unfortunately, no egos for y'all. It's pronounced. And I was close because I said arm knicked. That was kind of what I came up with. And she says, it's actually arm knicht. So there's a, a S-H. Oh. Of, yeah. It's pronounced Armkanisht. So Kayleen Armkanisht. I finally finished a podcast on the day of Halloween. I agree with Mike Wheeler. I'm saying that Halloween is the best holiday ever. As for E.T., I remember watching it in fifth grade. The only thing I recall, and correct me if I'm wrong, because like that was six-ish years ago, was bikes. Just bikes. Absolutely. Yes, that's that's what everybody much. remembers. Yep. And again, it was Spielberg's logo for his production company, Amblin. So that's that's where that came from. Sincerely again, me, Robin Buckley 2.0. Awesome. Okay, we've got another email from Tilly. They say, hello, stranger things addicts. This is a long, a very random email that I really hope you guys will find. I'm Tilly and I'm from a small town in Tennessee. When I found your podcast, I was like, wow, there are actually other people as obsessed as I am with this show. Oh, friend. Friend. <laughs> yes, yes. You don't me. even know the half of it. Nope. I know you all did needle drops like four episodes ago, but I just had to mention my love for You Don't Mess Around with Jim and Time After Time, two of my faves. Yes. During these last few seasons, if I was about to get Vecnet, I would definitely start blasting some Cindy Lauper in my Walkman. I love the 80s and all the music from that decade so much. I've learned Master of Puppets on my ukulele. <laughs> it's not the same as on electric guitar but still no that's really awesome yeah and i totally freaked when metallica played the song with eddie in the background during that one concert my all-time favorite one-liner is when murray is asking for just five minutes of hopper's time back in season two and hopper says yeah i want a date with bo Derek. we all want things i am impressed that this child knows all of these 80s references too. yeah that's good yeah yeah I was very excited when I found out that there are other kids, Harriet, Sam, who watch the show and share my love for it. I also had a few questions on some plot holes I noticed in the season that maybe you all can answer. Number one, how did Dustin, Robin, Steve, and Nancy get out of the Upside Down? Through the rope, right? Well, no, because uh, Eddie yanked the rope, so there was no rope anymore. But, and and this is this is one of the big, I mean, like Forbes did a whole article on this, and like this is a huge gaping plot hole and stuff, but... My take is, and it's the most obvious answer that I could come up with, is after the the rift and the four rifts come together and everything mm -hmm. like that, they just, they could jump down. I mean, they, you know, like Steve, when he was at the bottom of the lake, he just, he was, the tentacles member pulled Steve down yeah. through the, and he came out the other side. So all they had yeah. to do was go through, you know, yeah, and obviously they could go was, back to the lake. Well, and yeah, it wasn't that. lava, obviously, forever, because two days later when they show up in Hawkins, that's not lava anymore. It's just a ditch, you know. So right. I think they just they just made their way through, I think, obviously. So that was that was 
that's my take. But I know it is a serious bone of contention among a lot of people. Really? Yeah. Oh, if you Google, well, I mean, you they just could've... Google, how did they get back through the upside down? I mean, you'll find articles and articles. I'll post a link to the Forbes article. Yeah. Could they not have just thrown another? Well, I guess it wouldn't stick. Another rope through the hole or whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because they could, they they don't have to jump up. They could jump down. They could just go through the ditch. I mean, it's essentially a ditch, right? It's a, it's a. Oh, I'm thinking of the trailer. You know, if, if you think of like the orange yeah. gate on the top of Eddie's trailer, and now it's on the floor. You just go down through it. Oh and then yeah. You, and then you're then you're back through. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway. Number two, how did all of Hopper's toes and fingers not fall off in the cold? Uh, how did Hopper's toes survive any of season four? Let's yes. be honest. Yes. I, it, I think Ooh. it's even worse. Yeah, the, the dragging him with his it toes. It makes me no. shiver. Yeah. I know. Yes. You know. Number. We don't know. We don't know the answer. They should have. He he should have lost. He should have lost at least a digit to yes. frostbite. Uh, number three. Why didn't one kill Papa during the massacre at Hawkins Lab? I'm not sure. I feel like this will be settled in season five. I agree. I think, yeah, I think that'll be. I think there's a reason that he left. We're going to find out that reason in season five. Number four, how in the world did Papa survive the Demogorgon attack that one time in season one? Okay, friend, this bothers me too, because he literally has one tiny scar on his face and that's it. Yep. And there was an article talking about, uh, I'm sure I can find it somewhere, how Matthew Modine was like no no <laughs> it's just this scar that's it yes yeah <laughs> he didn't want anything else like he oh, I remember just... we, we talked about it because they were originally going to make him like not horribly disfigured but well he should have lost an eye or something something yeah yeah like like that like yeah, the demogorgon's he... mouth there's no way yeah and I he mean, re- the... he, re- he refused to do it so they just gave him a scar instead yes yeah, yeah. So yes, also bugs us. So and practical, practical reasons is the answer for that yes. one. Yes. And they say, I would also love to see an episode about close encounters of the third kind in the Stranger Things Inspirations category. Oh, it's in there. I just keep putting yep. it off. Well, I think that's all <laughs> I have to say for my email. And if you see this, sorry for making this email so incredibly droning. Love you guys, Winnie and Colin. Thanks, Tilly. Hey. No, it's not droning. I like answering questions. Like Absolutely. That. Yeah. No, we we live for you guys. So keep the emails yes. coming. This is this is what we love to do. You notice yeah. that we spend about five minutes on our top five and the rest of the And is then we move on to emails. <laughs> this is from Maya. Says hello, Colin and Whitney. Really sorry if I spelled your names wrong. You didn't. You got them nope. right. My name is Maya. I'm 11 years old and new to your podcast. I found you guys on Spotify all the way from Dubai. I just wanted to tell you guys that you're doing a great job in the deep, dark void waiting for season five. I'm really enjoying listening to you guys in the morning on the bus ride to school. It really makes my day. I know you guys get a lot of emails, so it's fine if you don't find this in the mountain of emails. Thanks for Maya sending you from sending you some schmackin' good vibes. Bye. And then Maya wrote back again and said, hey, guys, it's Maya. This is my second email to you guys. I wanted to share a video of me, not my face, on the guitar playing Master of Puppets. I know it's rubbish. But I tried. Here you go. Ladies and gentlemen, here you go. Maya playing Master of Puppets on the guitar. I know that you guys like Master of Puppets and Harriet. She likes Master of Puppets. That's what she did for the music dinner costume thing. I just wanted to show you guys that I learned it on the guitar. I'm not really good. I'm kind of rubbish. But <laughs> um, well, here it is. Thanks guys for watching the video. Bye. I I am impressed with all of these kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I can't play a guitar or anything, so No. No, that's awesome. Yes, thank Um, you, Maya. Yes, and our last email of the week is from Lad. He says, hello, Colin and Whitney. I know this email is kind of late and you guys are recording today, but I wanted to hurry and send it in. You got it in just in time, Lad. I just wanted to let you guys know that the moment I heard of a 12-year-old Scoops Ahoy group, I was thrilled and I'm so down for whatever you guys want to do. I also thought it was ironic that you guys are talking about E.T. this week as Whitney hates it. I do. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, I do. I remember my grandmother plopping me down in front of her TV and making me watch it. And for some reason, my four-year-old little mind loved it. Anyways, I just wanted to send an email to you guys and say hello to all the other 12-year-olds in the Scoops Ahoy group. So 
it's understandable that your four-year-old mind loved it. Lots of kids loved it. Colin Absolutely. and I are, sure. we're in the minority. We, and we have it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As for the Scoops Ahoy group, we have created a Discord server that is strictly for Scoops Ahoy listeners. And if you guys, Colin and I are in there as moderators. So we're seeing everything that goes on and we'll chat with you guys if we have a chance or whatever. But we're going to send out a link to, it's an invite to the server. Then you guys can join. And you guys, if you have ideas for channels, once you're in there, just let me know and I'll make a channel for those specific topics. So you can do like, I don't know if you guys want to do it like season one, season two, season three, season four channels and you know you can talk about those specific seasons there we can do theories all sorts of stuff so i'll probably set up a few and then if you guys have others that you want you just shoot me a dm while you're in when you're in the discord server you make your own screen name it does not have to be your actual name yep and we're happy to answer any questions or get you guys set up or whatever you need to do with that and hopefully that'll get things going yes so we will be back on december 1st not believe it's already december and we're going to be doing an influence episode on gremlins because it's a christmas movie it's a christmas horror movie but it's a christmas movie it's about as a christmas movie as die hard is a christmas movie which is not really but that's okay they're both christmas movies okay. in my eyes <laughs> but if you haven't seen gremlins check it out gremlins is available on peacock and hbo max for free and you can also rent it for like three or four bucks on Prime or, you know, any of those places too. So, yes, just make sure you're getting Gremlins 1, not Gremlins 2. Yes. And that does it for this week. As always, you can find us on social media. We are at Scoops Hoy Pod on Twitter, Scoops Hoy Pod on Facebook. You can always email us with any questions, concerns, just want to talk to us. Comments. Scoops Hoy Pod. Yeah, loves. comments dislikes loves we would love it if you left us a review on itunes because that helps us get in front of other potential listeners like yourself so i want to thank everybody for listening and i hope you tune in next time thanks guys bye bye Stranger Things audio clips and official score are the property of Netflix. Incidental music by Blue Mount Score from Pixabay.